0: You know me, I love a good conversation. It's Holly Taylor here for Good Company. And it is time for our Good Company correspondent to pop on in. Now, generally, they join us by the the magic of radio. But it's so nice that we can start doing this in person again. Jay Woods in the physical house. Or studio. How are you doing?
1: We out here. I'm doing great. And honestly, it is it is a lovely thing to be in person, to have actual human contact. To be, I mean, yeah, remote is wonderful. Virtual is wonderful. But yeah. I've been starved for the last few years from like actual face-to-face connection. So this is refreshing. Yeah.
0: From face-to-face just being a few feet apart Mm -hmm. instead of having to be on a screen or, you know, through connection, like it just, it changes the dynamics. I think it's so healthy for us.
1: Absolutely. It's got a different life to it.
0: It really does. It does. And so you always have, speaking of a different life, uh, a lot of things going on when you're not in the radio world and you are doing some incredible work, just working with people with your psychotherapy and you always have something that I've never heard of before like <laughs> I'm always learning so
1: well, let's- it goes both ways sometimes let's be fair here <laughs> but all right I'll receive it
0: okay so let's dive into it you were saying something about a, a spoon honestly I don't remember
1: something about a spoon spoon theory so, <laughs> that's it okay you got it so yeah moments before we hit record we were talking about spoon theory and I kind of left you in the dark and didn't explain what that is but yeah Spoon theory is something I actually just learned relatively recently last year. um, And it is the term for this language that many people use who live with chronic illness chronic health challenges uh different things that may impede a person's capacity to do stuff on a day-to-day basis it will make sense in a while stick with okay, me Okay, like
0: where does the spoon come in <laughs> where does the
1: spoons come in <laughs> well i'll tell you story time okay years ago a woman who is a a writer uh, her name is christine Mizrandino, she lives with lupus oh okay um, which is an autoimmune condition she was meeting with a friend for lunch And at the restaurant, her friend was just asking some questions about what it's like to live with this autoimmune health condition. Um, So Christine, just being a creative person, was like, how in the world can I explain this? She looked at the spoons, I guess, you know, in the little cup on the table, laid them all out and said, imagine this. Every day, I, in my body, because of my physical limitations have 12 spoons to spend on every task I need to get done. So the things you might just do without having to think about it in a quote unquote normal Mm -hmm. body, because normal doesn't really exist. It's true. I actually have to take extra intention and precaution and like self-evaluation to assess what I'm capable of. So let's break it down. The first task of the day is getting out of bed for somebody living with something like lupus or myself living with ulcerative colitis, some days getting out of bed is going to cost me two spoons Hmm. because my body would much rather not move, would much rather continue to sleep and recharge and and recover from yesterday. (laughs) After that, I've got to spend some spoons just to get dressed, just to go through my morning routine. Maybe that's another, maybe just one spoon to get through the routine. Okay. I go to work. Over the next eight hours, I've spent four or five. I haven't been counting how many I've just said. But (laughs) (laughs) by the time I get back home, maybe I've only got three spoons left in my body, Mm. physical and psychological capacity wise, to cook a meal to hang out with my family if I live with family, to socialize with friends who want to get together, to respond to texts, to do my taxes, to whatever the heck needs to be done, household chores. And so this language of spoons, which Christine has so generously given the world, is something that's been really normalizing for people all over the world who live with various mental and emotional and physical um, limiting conditions. Hmm. To say, hey, I'm a spoonie, and sometimes I'm going to have limited capacity to do stuff.
0: Yes. That's interesting, because I feel like that is a theory that can actually really relate to a lot of people, like everybody. Absolutely. I, I used to have my, my cup full of water theory.
1: There it is. Which
0: was also very similar. It's like, you know... I'm going to fill up my cup. This is my full cup. This is my full capacity. But like, what if you are running on a deficient level of capacity? Exactly. And then you only fill that one quarter, but you needed a full. Well, you only have that one quarter of capacity. You don't have a full cup. So give yourself some grace.
1: That's it. I love that you point to the universality of this because I think just being humans, Mm -hmm. come on, we all have... A limit that we hit. We all have a wall that we hit when it comes to constant output where we need space to rest and recover and get our energy back. Yeah. Spoon theory, specifically, as much as the concept is universally relatable, right? Spoon theory is really language for those who chronically are unable to get that cup as full as the rest of the average population.
0: Yeah. Which is beautiful because sometimes we can overlook some of those little nuances. Like someone who deals with depression. Exactly. You could get rid of all spoons just getting out of bed. And then what? You still have to face the
1: day. Yeah.
0: With no spoons.
1: That's right. And for that person to be able to recognize what an accomplishment that might be for them. Yeah. No matter what anybody else sees or or feels in the same circumstance, that is something really significant. Just to be able to acknowledge and celebrate sometimes. Yeah. Yeah holy smokes, I made it out of bed. Yeah. Way to go me. Yes. It cost me all the spoons I had, <laughs> but I got up and maybe I got a glass of water. Maybe that's a win for that person that day. Yeah. And we'll see how many spoons they've got the next day. Exactly. So my encouragement to us all is to just be curious about your own circumstance. If you're somebody who really does relate to that inability to get your, your spoon drawer full yeah. <laughs> at any point in time, yeah. um, to be curious about that, to be um, a little bit more gracious to yourself if that's possible, to acknowledge the small things you can do. And if you don't relate to that, I hope this can be a prompt to be curious and a little more compassionate about people in your life Mm -hmm. who might struggle with anxiety or depression, who might struggle with um, physically limiting conditions that make it hard for them to do everything you do in a day.
0: Yeah, because sometimes... They just aren't able to do it.
1: I know you'd love for them to respond to that text. Yeah. It's been two, three days. They just maybe. can't
0: do it. There's no spoons left in the cup.
1: There's no spoons left. Or the drawer. The cup, the drawer, wherever. whatever, whatever. Wherever you keep your spoons, that's a personal choice.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's up to you.
0: <laughs> I think that's such a beautiful analogy and really does help explain some of those things because I know for people that are in my life, who deal with chronic pain, um, you know, they're starting the day off with just not a lot because it's like the pain really takes them out of the present in some in some cases. Mm-hmm. It's just just to be here and like going through the the motions of living is what I can give you right now because I'm feeling the pain, so my thoughts are just divided between the ailment and and life, and that's that's really hard to move forward in.
1: Absolutely. And sometimes it's hard to know that a person's doing all of that stuff behind the scenes because oftentimes these kinds of conditions are invisible to external eyes looking at a person. You wouldn't know I'm living with ulcerative colitis unless I tell you that, that my gut could act up at a moment's notice, that my uh, energy levels vary from day to day. So yeah, I think just the whole lens can be an invitation to be more gracious towards ourselves and to people that we're doing life with. Yeah.
0: Oh, I love that. If someone was thinking, OK, I want to know more about the spoon theory thing. Where do you go for information on something like this?
1: That is a great question. Well, the first thing you could do is Google it, because shout out to Google. <laughs> It'll point you, <laughs> point you to some resources, point you to some, there's some great like videos and articles and and books all over the internet you can find but you can also access some resources and some more information about spoon theory directly from the mind of its creator by going to but you don't look dot com
0: mm-hmm. that's such a good url isn't, isn't it? it clever because <laughs> how many times have you heard that but you don't look sick Yeah. you must be fine let's go for a 10 hour walk Yeah. yeah no I'm not signing <laughs> up for that Yeah, (laughs) Amazing. Jay Woods, thank you so much for coming in today and to share a little bit about this spoon theory that now we've learned something.
1: It's been a pleasure. Look at that. Always learning.
0: Yes. So there we go. Spoon theory. And uh, let's just keep leaving space for us to care for people where they're at. Well said. Mm -hmm. Not where we're at. That's sometimes a hard one to do. Thanks so much.